0: Whenever we talk about polls, it's always fun to watch the text line. If the poll results make you happy, it's a good poll. You love it. Uh, and there's no doubt that it is 100% <laughs> accurate and totally reliable. But if it has your team in a losing position, well, it's total rubbish. And no one asked me. I hear that all the time. Not how polling works. But uh, this latest poll from Abacus Data, is going to it's going to make that nerdy, knee-jerk reaction a little tougher, I think, because according to the results of this poll, It is a dead heat and I'm not talking about like within the margin of error or statistically tied. No, 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 no. This is a dead heat. It's absolutely neck and neck photo finish. It really is something. The NDP and the UCP are tied one month and two days out. So we're going to chat now with David Coletto of Abacus and get him to walk us through some of these numbers. David, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time as always. Good morning, Shay. Good to be here. This is wild. I mean, like 36% to 36%, like it's bang on, right? It is.
1: And, you know, when I I get the data and I open up the file, you sort of kind of look at it and you sort of double-take because it is rare um, in any jurisdiction, Alberta, nationally, in Ontario where I live, to see, um, you know, a poll that shows two parties absolutely tied for the lead. Now, I should say this is almost exactly the result we had in our last survey in march we had each party at, at 35 we have them now at 36 each um so this this kind of deadlocked alberta uh kind of situation isn't isn't new but it is it is fascinating and i think indicative of what's going to be a very very competitive and um, energetic, let's say, uh, election campaign that's going to start on Monday.
0: No doubt. I mean, it's literally anybody's game to lose at this point. So, so like you say, the headline number, bang on, change, bang on. They've both gone up 1%, nothing really to differentiate between the two there. So let's go a little bit deeper here. Um, What we've heard from most of the pundits and the analysts in Alberta is Edmonton's going to go NDP, rural Alberta's Mm going to go UCP. Does your polling indicate the same results there? It does. Uh, You know, the the NDP in our poll is ahead by almost 30
1: points in Edmonton, uh, UCP ahead by almost 20 points uh, outside of the two big cities. And uh, as a result, it's likely, as we've been saying for some time now, going to come down to... yeah. How Cal- Calgarians vote, and what's
0: what's what's the polling show there? I mean, there is a bit of a spread there, but it, I mean, it's not huge, is it?
1: No, we've got the the UCP slightly ahead. They're at forty uh, percent. The NDP's at thirty-four. Nineteen percent are undecided in Calgary. Now that six-point gap, it's it's a lead for the UCP, but given the sample size of Calgary only, it's still very close in Calgary. So. Um, It it is, you know, for anyone listening or living outside of Calgary, you're like, okay, I'm going to get sick of hearing this. But, um, you know, every vote in Calgary in this election seems to is going to matter a lot. And, you know, some of these seat projection models are are suggesting, you know, uh, this election could end up with one of these parties winning one more seat than the other and that being enough for them to be able to form government. So it's that close.
0: And you also break it down in terms of uh, voter intention as to, you know, because there's a lot of people, we I mean, got 36 and 36, that means there's a bunch of people that haven't made up their minds yet. When you, when you start to break it down to, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to vote or I'm likely to vote, do things get any different? Does it, anybody pick up an edge there? No, um, you
1: know, the NDP gets ahead numerically by one at 47
0: wow. uh, to, to 46,
1: <laughs> and you take out those kind of undecided. It, it's, yeah, it's as close as it gets. And I think it's indicative of an electorate, people in Alberta, who, whether whatever side you're on, if you're on the orange team or the blue team, um, I, I, I get a sense there's a lot of motivation, right? Like people, and, and we asked people, so people who said they're going to vote NDP, why are you voting NDP? Is it because you... Rachel like Notley, you always vote NDP, or is it because you don't want Daniel Smith or the UCP to be in power? Almost half of those who said they were gonna vote NDP said it's because they want to stop the UCP yeah. and Daniel Smith. Right? Yeah, you're polling. We we're voting against something. We're voting against something. And when we asked UCPers why are you, you know, um, voting for the UCP, not as many, but but the number one response was still, I don't want Rachel Notley or the NDP to be in power. So both sides are are saying, well you know, I like I Daniel Smith. I like Rachel Nodley, I'm, you know, I'm interested in the, in the things they're going to do. But at the end of the day, I just want to stop the other side from winning. And, and that suggests, um, you know, real motivation there, right? Fear or or, or, or or not wanting something to happen can be just as powerful a motivator to vote than being really excited about your side,
0: Um our team. Sure. It's incredibly motivating. It's, it's an effective strategy and I think both of these parties are using it to the full extent. That's sort of one of the major ploys that they're uh, using right now. You've got something called reluctant UCPers. This is interesting. Explain what that is.
1: So this is a group we've identified throughout our polling over the last number of months of a, of a group of, of, of Albertans who say they voted for the UCP in, in the last provincial election in 2019. But then today, say, I'm either undecided or I'm voting for another party. And most of them are undecided. And they represent about one in five, about 16, 17 percent of the electorate. So it's a significant number of people. And when you look at, at who they are and what they think, you know, they, they're evenly split between men and women, Um they're, they're distributed fairly evenly across the province, although more live outside of Edmonton or Calgary. But the thing that's interesting is um, they don't really like Danielle Smith. Um, I think these are kind of pr- conservative, big C conservative voters who haven't been comfortable with what they've seen from um, from Danielle Smith or had previously been turned off by decisions that the Jason Kenney government were making. And so a lot of them right now are kind of, sitting on the sidelines, not comfortable with really either option that they have. But if they do get engaged and and ultimately vote, they could decide the election, right? They're, it's that big a group of people. And, and the reason I think it's such an important group is that under normal circumstances in Alberta, um, a conservative party that's united should win. Um, you know, Alberta's still a big C conservative province. But Danielle Smith and some of the things she's said and done, both now and in the past have turned some people off. And so that's why this election is, is as competitive as it is. And I should also add, uh, Rachel Notley is not your typical NDP leader in Alberta. There is a, a fair bit of affection for her. And so, again, an, an, a normal NDP leader probably wouldn't be in the position right now of, of being, you know, a few thousand votes away from uh, getting elected again as, as premier.
0: When we take a look at where this might be a month from now, and uh, uh, we always say, you know, uh, any poll is a snapshot in time taken, you know, yeah. over the polling period. But I mean, you're, you're marking 1% each change over the last month, their yeah. statistic. I mean, w- it seems to me like we're really locked in here, David. It, it feels that way. I mean, we did ask a question. I
1: didn't release it in the survey, but we asked the question, have you made up your mind or, or you can, or, or you might change your mind? And about one in four people who picked the party said they could change their mind. But the problem in Alberta for those voters is there's really only, I mean, the Alberta party is running candidates in, in many ridings, but there's really only two choices that are likely going to win the election. Mm-hmm. And so um, it, it's highly unlikely that, that people who say today, I'm a New Democrat voter, or I'm a UCP voter, that by the end of this election, they're going to change their mind. Doesn't mean it can't happen though. And I will say this poll was done prior to the announcement of the, the the arena deal in Calgary. Um, You know, the, the, the no tax guarantee that that Daniel Smith released yesterday. And so a lot of things can happen in a month. And, but what we do know is that, you know, right now it's, it's a highly polarized uh, election and, and, People who like the New Democrats really don't like the UCP, yeah. and people who like the UCP really don't like the New Democrats.
0: And that's hard to change. In the yeah, you've got the two parties in a giant no-man's land in the middle that I don't know how many people are interested in crossing. It is fascinating. David, thank you so much for joining us and giving us the details. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Take care.